You're about to listen to a message from Foursquare Gospel Church, a city on the hill. Be blessed as you listen. in this service take total preeminence let your name alone be glorified Jesus wonderful name we pray hallelujah good morning church are you happy to be in church this morning that same God will bless you and turn things around in your life in the mighty name of Jesus I want to encourage please don't give up on this it has become part of our dressing. Um, your dressing is not complete without this particular one. So, ushers, we have the, this thing with us, the face mask. Can you please give everybody, as many as you can get to, please give them. Don't give up on it. New lockdowns are happening already. Please, as much as possible, the Lord has been faithful to us. We must remain faithful to God. Obedience is the first, very first key. Hallelujah. Join me this morning as we open our Bible to Psalm 133. We are continuing on the family month. Family month, God, the God-centered family. And this morning, we shall be looking at fanning the flames of your marriage through agreement. Say with me, fanning the flames. I can't hear you. Fanning the flames of your marriage through agreement. Say it with me again. Fanning the flames of your marriage through agreement. When we talk about fanning the flames, you remember that when you put on fire and the firewood is burning, if he's already trying to die out, what do you do? You get the fan and fan it up and ensure that the flame comes all over. Praise the Lord Almighty. So if you won't mind, I'd like you to please rise on your feet. There are only three verses. I will read the first one, you read the second, and we'll read the third together. Hallelujah. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I pray this morning the oil of joy will locate you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any area of your life that is bruised. Any area of your life that is wounded. The healing virtue of the Holy Spirit is locating you now. In the name of Jesus. Can we read three together? It is like the dew of Ammon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded blessing and life forevermore. The Lord command blessing upon you. 
Blessings upon your household. Blessings upon your food. Blessing upon your water. Instead of dying, you will live. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please sit happily in the presence of the Lord. For the few minutes we have, what do we call agreements? Agreement can be described as harmony or accordance in opinion or feelings. Harmony or accordance in opinion, opinion or feelings. Amos 3.3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? Before, while you were single, somebody came to you, a man, and proposed. Probably initially, there was a resistance. But gradually, after you prayed, for those who prayed, after you examined his proposal, you decided to say yes. And right from that time, agreement started. I believe Sister Ngozi can tell us that. David came and proposed. Abby, and then you agreed. Praise God. In other words, there was harmony. There was accordance. There was a sort of concord. There was a sort of unity that I am prepared to live the rest of my life with you. It can also be described as a negotiated and typically legally binding arrangement between parties as to a cause of action. Many of us do not know that when you say yes in marriage, what you have entered into is a covenant. You have reached an agreement with your spouse that all that I have, all my worldly good, my life, my time, my resources, I endow it. I give it over to you. My opinion, my ideas, I'm sharing it with you. Whenever you say yes, it is yes for me. Whenever you say no, it is no for me. That is what agreement is all about. Agreement does not mean that you are stupid. Each time you reach an agreement with your spouse, it doesn't mean you are stupid. It's only that you desire peace in your household. It is not just saying yes, cheapishly. After you have examined the presentation of your spouse, you look at it, you examine it, and you say, well, this will work. Or sometimes, when you feel it will not work, and your partner is insisting, particularly the head of the family, you just jelly on, because you believe, one way or the other, your partner will learn a lesson if he doesn't want to believe in you. Praise the Lord Almighty. I say praise the Lord Almighty. The world and all it contains came to be by the power of agreements. The Bible says, God said, come, let us make man in our own image. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. God the Father called God the Son and the Holy Spirit. There was a communion. There was a conference. There was an agreement that man should be created in their image. And that is why you and I, we are alive today. Praise the Lord Almighty. Praise the Lord. Joy, peace, and progress cannot be visible unless there is agreement. 
God does not thrive in the midst of chaos. God does not thrive in the midst of disagreement. The Holy Spirit had wings to fly on the day of Pentecost because men, the disciples, gave them wings to fly by remaining in obedience, by remaining in one accord. The Bible says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the disciples were together in one place, in one accord, and that gave the Holy Spirit room to fly in their midst, baptizing them with power. Hallelujah. Agreement is so important to God that if a woman makes a vow which the husband is not in agreement with, the vow cannot stand. Praise the Lord. Numbers chapter 30 verse 8. Are we together, church? Are we still together? If a woman goes behind her husband and makes a vow, yes, she has this money. I am pledging a million to the church. And the husband gets to know about it. And the husband says, no, I am not in agreement. That particular vow cannot stand. If the woman pays that vow, she did it in disobedience because there is no agreement. Look at what Numbers chapter 30 verse 8 says. But if her husband overrules her on the day that he hears it, the vow was made in the absence of the husband. But if the husband comes to hear about it and he says, no, we need that money for something else. Don't ever pay it to the church. If the woman does it, it is in disobedience. So the Bible says, he shall make void a vow which she took and what she uttered with her lips, by which she bound herself, and the Lord will release her. Praise the Lord. Are we still together? I am not giving men in the house license to be behaving anyhow. And the Bible is not doing the same as well. Each time your wife wants to take a step, say, I am not in agreement. It is void. You will only be putting what should not be upon your head, upon your head. But if there are cogent reasons, if there are genuine reasons why you should disagree with the vow that your wife has made, the moment you make it clear to her that you are not in agreement, she is no longer bound. Because Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 5 says, whenever you make a vow, a vow, you are duty bound to fulfill it. You are bound by your vow to make sure it is implemented. Don't just come. God is not interested in fools. That's what the Bible says. Say, better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Say with me, I will pay my vow. I am not hearing your voice. If you look at the book of John, chapter 17, beginning from verse 21, that is the longest prayer ever prayed by Jesus in the Bible. The longest prayer. Jesus reminded the Father, Lord, make the disciples, make husband and wife, make them to be one, the way that we are one. That they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. 22. 
and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. Hallelujah. When there is agreement, there is a manifestation of glory in the house. Progress is never hindered whenever there is agreement. In the spiritual realm, there must be agreement before you can begin to see the result in the physical realm. Praise the Lord. When God says that both of you are no longer two, but one, does not show that you have lost your individuality. You have not lost your individuality, but you have just chosen to be grafted together. You have chosen to focus your attention on whatever God says and whatever God desires for your family. And you have decided to take your decisions together and focus on a common cause. Matthew chapter 19, verse 6. Matthew chapter 19, verse 6. So then, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Let no money put asunder. Let no project put asunder. Let no father-in-law, let no brother-in-law, let no sister-in-law put asunder. So if you are in a house and you are a father-in-law, don't be a father-outlaw. If you are a mother-in-law, don't be a mother-outlaw. Whenever there is, a, is an agreement between husband and wife, do not seek to violate that agreement. Do not call your son into a corner and be, and be inciting him against his wife. Do not call your daughter into a corner and be inciting her against the husband. May the Lord help us. Are we together, church? May the Lord help us. What are the types of agreements? There, are, there is what we call positive agreements. And that happened amongst the Trinity. God saying, come, let us make man in our own image. And you and I, we came into being. Wherever there is agreement, negative things tend to change to positive. Whenever there is agreement, negative things tend to change to positive. How do I mean? In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible says, The world was formless. The world was shapeless. The world has no comeliness of any kind. He says the earth was without form and void, and darkness take, took precedence, was on the face of the earth, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the water. I pray for somebody this morning. The Spirit of the Lord will take over the situation of your life and your home in the mighty name of Jesus. The moment the Trinity agreed and they made the declaration, let there be light, darkness gave up. Let there be light, void gave up. Life started in the midst of the chaotic situation. I pray wherever there is deadness, this morning, the life of God will take over in your home in the name of Jesus. The expectation of the wicked shall not be fulfilled over your home in the mighty name of Jesus. There is also the number two. That is called a negative agreement. Negative agreement. 
in the book of Genesis chapter 11, the Bible stated that some people came together. They wanted to make a name for themselves. They wanted to topple the Lord Almighty. And the Lord had to look down in verse 4 and they confused their language. Whenever you are in engaging in negative disagreement, in negative agreement, so to say, negative agreement, there is a spirit of confusion in the air. In the book of Acts chapter 5, 1 through to 5, Ananiah and Sapphira, they sold a plot of land. Selling a plot of land and giving part of the proceed is never a sin. But both of them agreed to lie. I don't know how many husbands still lie to their wives here. I don't know how many children still lie to their parents here. I don't know how many, how many men lie to their wives. God is calling you to repentance. God is calling you to repentance so that what is not expected will not fall upon your life. Abraham and Sarah were so impatient waiting for the promise of God for a promised child. They went for the physical child. Sarah said what God did not say. Can we look at Genesis chapter 16? Genesis chapter 16, verse 2. So Sarah said to Abraham, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Was that what God said? Are we together? Was that what God said? God told Abraham in chapter 17, Abraham, walk before me and be blameless. God is a God. Whenever he says yes, his yes is yes. Says in Isaiah 55 verse 11, So shall the words that proceed out of my mouth be, it shall not return unto me void. It shall fulfill the purpose for which I have sent it. So when Abraham and Sarah connived together to say God restrained Sarah from giving birth, that was a lie from the pit of hell. And so Sarah pushed her housemate to Abraham, and Abraham concurred. You know that the product of that union is still a pain in the neck of everybody in the world today. Yes or no? Whatever God has not given you, when you bite it, it will leave sour taste in your mouth. That is why we are still having Boko Haram in the world today. I pray the Lord will deliver us. I say the Lord will deliver us. Let's just quickly look at some areas where couples are supposed to reach agreements. Whenever you have signed the dotted line, you have just agreed to say, everything, including your life, you have decided to endow it to your spouse. Your money is no longer your money. Yesterday, we are just jokingly saying it. Women usually have this saying, your money is our money, <laughs> but my money is my money. Hallelujah. Is it so? Women, is it like that? Some are saying yes. Your money is your money. Mm. So where then is the submission? 
The Bible says, wives, submit yourself to your own husband in how many things? Excuse me? Including your wallets. Because that one is difficult. Including your... Yes. If you have an idea brighter than that of your husband and he refuses to agree, submit that to your own. When he goes out there and ants bite him, he will come back to, 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 to embrace that idea. But as at that moment, when he's showing his ego, please, the Bible says you should do what? You should submit. Grace for submission. May the Lord release unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, in the area of communion, we must agree. What is communion? Communion is fellowship. Communion is working together. Communion is reaching an agreement. Communion is communicating together. Sharing your feelings. Sharing your ideas. Sharing your opinion in everything. In everything. In everything. In the training of the children. In the area of budgeting and everything. You have a project. You need to discuss it. Sometimes you need to set time aside. You and your husband alone, like we did yesterday. Many of us kept our children, particularly those who are still having growing children. They kept them at home, husband and I, together. We can look at each other face to face, eyeball to eyeball, and say, darling, I love you. When last did you say that? If your husband is sitting beside you, please help me tell him, darling, I love you. Hey, women, I can't hear you. I can't hear the women now. How many people are saying it? Men in the house, rise up wherever you are. If your wife is in the house, go and tell her, darling, I love you. Because I know you may not stand up. You. I'm waiting for you. Stand up. Stand up. Hallelujah. No, brother Balogun. I know your wife is not here. It's a brother. I don't want to mention your name in the microphone. Tell your wife, if you have not told him, move closer. Move closer. Move closer. If you have not been doing it before, start doing it. The Lord will help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's clap for Jesus. You see, there is healing whenever you do this regularly. There is always healing in the house. And the Lord will heal your home. Let's look at Songs of Solomon, chapter 7. Songs of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 11 and 12. It says, Come, my beloved, let us go forth to the field. Let us lodge in the villages. Next. Let us get up early to the vineyards. Let us see if the vine has budded, whether the grape blossoms are open and the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. You need to have a separate time to have communion with your husband. What is another area of agreement? That is sex. I want to talk about sex. Hallelujah. I just browse over it. Sex is God-ordained particularly when it is carried out legitimately in marriage. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, beginning from verse 2. 
First Corinthians chapter 7, beginning from verse 3. Alright. Let the husband render to his wife the affection due to her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. Listen to me. Don't allow your wife to only see your teeth when you want to go to Jerusalem. Let her see your teeth all the time. Praise God. Are we together? Don't frown your face when she's asking for money. Sex is legitimate in marriage. And so, if she can give her body to you, you need to appreciate her all the time. But sex must never be used as a weapon of revenge. Okay, I asked for money. You didn't give me. Hey, come now. When, when, when you come, I will show you. I will show you pepper. No, it is not godly. If you are going to fast as a woman, as is laid down biblically, you must take permission from your spouse, even if you are a man as well. If you must wait upon the Lord for a fairly long period, and your wife is getting closer to you, she wants something to happen. Listen to me, something must happen. If you don't take permission from her, something must happen. Everybody say something must happen. I'm not hearing you very well. Something good will happen in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Money is another thing that you must discuss. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is. A lot of wives love money more than their husband. A lot of men love money more than their wives. And it should not be like that. Whenever your children come to you, Daddy, I need to buy a size book. I need to pay school fees. Go and meet your mother. You are abdicating your role. You will not become a figurehead husband. In the mighty name of Jesus. When there is plenty, let your family know. When there is none, they will not take you as a liar when you mention it. Praise the Lord. But when you kept on saying, Kosi, Kosi, I don't have all the time, they will know when you truly don't have. The benefit of being the husband is for you to be able to say at the beginning of every month, darling, keep this allowance for the upkeep. You should be able as a man to pay the school fees of your children. And please, don't eat with both hands. You must learn to separate some amount aside and keep it. If you are a wife in the house, it is very good you are supposed to go out with your husband and have nice time together. But let it not be the focus of your life. I should be everything. You buy this, buy this, buy this to the extent that you have no savings at all. That is not life. It is not compulsory. You have to buy everything they present to you. This one brings Ashwabi, you buy. This one brings Ashwabi, you buy. And at the end of it, they will give you plastic. Thank you for helping us to buy Ashwabi. Take this plastic as a reward for the money you pay. Ankara of 2000, you pay 2005. You have paid for the plastic. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why not go and buy plastic outside and keep it in your house? The Lord will help us. In the name of Jesus. Parenting must be discussed. And you must reach agreement as to the upbringing of your children. In Genesis chapter 27, Isaac saw Esau as my son. 
Rebecca saw um, uh, Jacob as her son. The house is already divided. And the Bible says a house that is divided against itself. What will happen? I can't hear you. When Jacob also furthered the same by making a coat of many colors for Joseph, and they gave him a knock on the head. They didn't want the dream of God to be fulfilled in his life. So parenting, train your children with one voice. Don't pamper one to the detriment of the other one. The Lord will bless your home. I said the Lord will bless your home. In the mighty name of Jesus. What are some of the root causes of disagreement in the home? Number one is intolerance. Many men are intolerant of the views of their spouses. Everything. There is no room for open discussion. The views of the woman are never welcome in the house. She is just like you are there to be seen, not to be heard. That is not good. That is not godly. That is the more reason why God created the woman to be a helpmate. Somebody who can share your feelings. Somebody who can share your pain. Somebody who can share your, your affection. But anytime there is trouble there, you come back to your wife and you share with her. But when there is jollification, when there is enjoyment, you frown your face at your wife. It is not godly. Then sister, if you are the time that will not allow any member of the extended family to visit your house, that is intolerance. If you will not allow any member of your extended family to come closer to your husband, that is intolerance. If you will not allow your husband to pick any member of the opposite sex, even when you are in the car with your husband, that is intolerance. There is no agreement. Suspicion is not good in marriage. It can violate your marriage. The Lord will help us. Number two, insincerity. Lying under whatever excuses is not of God. Keeping secrets from your spouse does not have divine backing. Let your yes be yes and your nay, nay. Say that with me. Let your yes be yes. Let your nay be nay. Say it again. Let your yes be yes. Let your nay be nay. Colossians chapter 3, 9 to 10. Colossians chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deed. When your husband, yesterday, we were asking, I asked a question. I said, women, do you usually return the balance whenever your husband give money, go and buy something? Women said, it is never enough. <laughs> there is no time they have uh, excess. In fact, they have to go to ATM to withdraw additional money to put. But let's face the facts. Every time when there is a leftover, do you return it? Praise the Lord. If it is not enough, we usually come back and say that it is not enough. See what I use the money to buy. But whenever there is leftover, don't lie about it. Present it. Praise the Lord. It is not the responsibility of the man to say, take him. Praise the Lord. Are we together? In this sense, the Bible says, and I put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge 
according to the image of him who created him. You have put on the new man. So you must walk in the garment of the new man. Your behavior, your attitude, your character must portray the new man. Lie not one to another. Indecent behaviors such as immorality, deception, infidelity, keeping malice, greed, and lack of contentment must not be mentioned. Number three. Number four, insensitivity. When a man is so insensitive to the feelings, you don't know when your spouse is sick. You don't have any feelings for her. Your own is just fulfill my own portion. Selfishness is the order of the day. That is not Christianity. That is not life. That is not agreement. If she can take her time to take care of you in the time when you were ill, why can't you look at her eyes when she's not feeling very strong? May the Lord help us. I say may the Lord help us. Genesis chapter 40, verse 6 through to 8. Genesis chapter 40. And Joseph came to them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his lords, lords out, saying, Why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, We each have had a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell them to me. Listen to me. Where was Joseph at this time? Where was Joseph? Joseph was in the prison. He was in shackles himself. But he despised his pain in order to look at the eyes of those servants. He saw that they were sad in their countenance. Do you often look at the countenance of your children? Do you often look at the countenance of your husband or that of your wife? Do you know when they are happy? Do you know when they are sad? Do you show that you care about their life as a whole? I say again, may the Lord help us. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is not a sin if you don't know it before. But right now, it becomes a sin if you know and you refuse to do it. Consequences of disagreement in the home. Number one, where there is no genuine agreement in the home, the one who is supposed to be a friend will become an enemy. Where there is no genuine agreement in the home, the one who is supposed to be looking at your face, the one who is supposed to be feeling your temperature, he or she becomes the enemy, whether he dies or not. I do not care. I have heard the story of a man who says, I wish this woman will die so that I can marry another one. Do you know the next one you want to marry, whether she will ever be more devilish than this one? Woman's Women are no devils. No woman is a devil. But you can make a devil out of your wife the way you treat her. Praise God. Am I speaking the voice of the women? There is no woman who is a devil. But at the time you begin to call your wife a witch, you are asking her to go and take the power of a witch. By the time you are telling her she's wicked, you are telling her to be wicked. And no women will be wicked in this house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Take time to reach agreements with your spouse. Some say when the wrong way to marry 
And what Samson was supposed to destroy ended up destroying him. I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever you are, you are supposed to destroy will not destroy your life. Will not destroy your marriage. In the mighty name of Jesus. No meaningful progress can be made in the midst of disagreements. And members of the family suffer series of setbacks as a result of disagreement in the house. And finally this morning, what are some of the blessings? There are lots and lots and lots of blessings associated with agreement. Agreement between couples prepare God to act on your behalf very fast. Matthew chapter 18, verse, 18, verse 19. If two of you shall agree, again I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them. By who? By who? By who? By my Father in heaven. Once there is agreement between you and your wife, you can pray together and achieve a common purpose. Accelerated blessing will begin to feature in every areas of your life from today in the mighty name of Jesus. Please reach agreement with your wife. Your problem, your challenges are not as a result of witches and wizards. It is because you fail to reach agreement with your wife. It is because you fail to reach agreement with your husband. Your blessings will not be withheld. In the mighty name of Jesus, reaching agreement with your spouse is acting in obedience to the word of God. Whenever you do that, both of you will enjoy happiness, peace, and tranquility in the home. Look at Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9. Can we read it together? One who turns, let's read as a church, one who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is what? Read it again. Even his prayer is what? So is he witches? Is he wizard? If you still make up your mind to stay on the status quo, you will not receive the blessing you are supposed to receive. It's not a curse. It's not my word. Look at it once again. The moment you turn their ears to divine statue, the moment you turn deaf ears, you become arrogant, disobedient to the law of God. God cannot hear you. You are just like a tinkling cymbal, making noise. The Lord will help us. Shift ground and your blessings will be in place. A place of agreement is where selfishness and greed give way to selflessness. You are not only interested in your partner, on what your partner gives to you, there is a reciprocal, you know, response. You are not just interested in give me, give me, give me. One of the blessings is that you reciprocate and there is joy, there is gladness, there is happiness in the home. Let me tell you this. A home where there is no agreement is very hostile for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The early church walked in agreement and enjoyed the power and the presence of the Lord. Signs and wonders occurred in their midst. I pray that your home is the nest on the line. 
signs and wonders will begin to happen in your life, in your home, over your children, in all your endeavors, in the mighty name of Jesus. See how it happens. Acts chapter 4, verse 32. Acts chapter 4, verse 32. Now the multitude of those who believe were of one heart. How many hearts? How many souls? Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own. But they had all things in... Look at verse 33. 33. 33. And with great power, everybody say great power. Say it again. The apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord and great grace was upon them all. I pray for great grace upon your life this morning. Say it with me. Great grace upon your life. Great grace upon your home. Great grace upon your children. You will no longer suffer this grace in the name of Jesus. Finally, Joseph walked in agreement with Mary. They both listened to the warning that Joseph and Mary should carry the child Jesus away from Bethlehem. And when they reached agreement, Mary did not disagree with the husband and say, no, I am not going. As a result of that, the child uh, Jesus was protected from being killed early. Though Jesus cannot be killed. Praise the Lord Almighty. Do you know that the shield of the Lord will be over your household when you reach agreement with your spouse? The protection of the Lord will be over your household when you reach agreement with your spouse. From this moment on, the devil will no longer take advantage of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we rise on our feet this morning? Can we rise on our feet and say, Father, I have heard your word. Give me the grace to live in agreement. Whatever it is that will make my prayer abomination, I want it buried here this morning. I want it taken away from me. In the mighty name of Jesus, every tool of Satan that is in me, that is coming through me, that is, that is bringing disagreement, that is bringing disaffection, that is bringing unhappiness into my marriage this very morning. I tender it before the cross. I, 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 I render useless in this very place. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not take it up again. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Say with me, my Father and my God, there is no room for the devil in my household. Father, come and reign supreme. Spirit of joy, spirit of happiness, spirit of progress, spirit of power. In the mighty name of Jesus, is somebody talking to the Lord. Talk to the Lord this morning. Devil, you have no place in me. You will not use me against my husband. You will not use me against my wife. You will not use me against my children. In the mighty name of Jesus. Barasatote, baridedo, basante, maradado, barabale, osatete, barakasunde, baratendore, brakasandeye, bakate tore, brakose, barede baye, marabayake, brakasunde, barada de de, makida doze, baraconsedia. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. In Jesus, mighty name, we pray. Say with me, my Father and my God, every tree of disagreement in my life, in my home, I uproot you through the blood of Jesus. 
I approach you in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever is causing me sorrow, I approach you. Whatever is causing me pain, I approach you. Whatever is hindering my progress, I approach you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every tree planted by the enemy, tree of disagreement, tree of sorrow, tree of pain, in the mighty name of Jesus, I approach you in the name of Jesus. You will not stand. You will not stand. You will not stand in the mighty name of Jesus. Baridado, Bracasade, Maridede, Bacaseto, Maradade, Baracato, Baridade, Maridedo, Bacasadode, Maridedo de Deba, Maradendoya, Maradabaye, O Ratentoria, Breakes and Doria, Racasatalia. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to open your mouth and say, Master Jesus, come and settle in my home. In the mighty name of Jesus. Master Jesus, settle in my heart. Master Jesus, settle in my home. Master Jesus, settle in the heart of my children. In the heart of my wife. In the mighty name of Jesus. The devil will not use us against one another. In the mighty name of Jesus. The devil will not use me to scatter my home. The devil will not use me to scatter my home. The devil will not use my, my wife to scatter my home. The devil will not use our children to scatter our home. In the mighty name of Jesus. Baratatoria. Jesus, come and settle in our home. In the mighty name of Jesus. Baro Satire, Mamira Lele, Brada Davia, Maradone, Marida Gedo, Marat Entorie. Thank you, Mary Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Before we go, you are here in the house. You have seen that your house is undergoing a very stormy session. Maybe as a result of a particular need which is here to be met. And you want to put that home in the hand of the Lord. You want Jesus to command a standstill for every storm that is raging against your life. Is there somebody in the house? You want to put your hand into the hand of Jesus. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Lift up your hand. There is no time. There is storm in your house right away. And you are saying, Jesus, don't you care that I perish? Please command the storm to keep quiet. I can see those hands. You are not lifting the hands to me. You are lifting it to the rock of ages. My Father and my God, I call upon your name concerning these hands that are lifted unto you. I command peace be still in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord swallow every storm. May the Lord swallow them up in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every siege the enemy has laid over your marriage. I command the seed to be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Enjoy that peace. Enjoy that peace. Enjoy that concord. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be. Jesus' wonderful name we pray. You are sick in your body and you are asking the hand of the Lord to reach you wherever you are. Lift up your hand. I want to pray. The Lord is in the house this morning. Wherever that sickness is, it's a stranger. The Bible says it's a stranger. They will hear my voice and they will run out of their hiding places. The Bible says he sent forth his word and his word healed. I command healing to come upon you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. By the virtue of the Holy Spirit that is upon my life, let healing locate you. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
I uproot this from the soul every sickness in your body, every sickness in your blood, every sickness in your flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command them to disappear, melt away. In the name of Jesus, thank you, everlasting Father. Receive your healing, receive your total health. The name of the Lord is lifted. Jesus, wonderful name, we pray. I don't know it's in the house this morning. You are here to receive Jesus into your life as your personal Lord and Savior. Jesus has been waiting for you. He wants to shower his love upon your life. Wherever you are, can you just lift your hand? I want to pray with you. I want to put your hand into his hand. Jesus wants to become your father. He wants to become the owner of your life. He doesn't want to leave you for the storm and the lion to consume. Can I see that hand? I want to pray with you. Anybody in the house this morning? Rabo Shaka. Mere Kesota. Maradedede. Maracosketoria. Maratontoria. Bacasadelia. Merecoscate. Daddy, I pray for your children that from this moment on, whatever every one of us, as a man, as a woman, we are supposed to do in our home to ensure there is peace. The grace to do it grant unto us in the name of Jesus. Your home will know peace. Your home will know joy. Your home will know progress. And so it shall be. Jesus' wonderful name we pray. We trust that you have been blessed by the message you just heard. For more messages, follow us on our social media platforms at Fosquare Jeb. God bless you.